for all NBA for all NBA warriors. You are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Supposed to be here, so I appreciate Justin and the host for today, Karima Shah, allowing me to be a part of this conversation because yo, I am not supposed to be here, so I'm crashing the party. Um, welcome, welcome, Karima, to the show. We appreciate you for joining. Um, former listeners or <laughs> listeners from um, all that, y'all know Karima because she's been on the show before. And Justin, you know him because it's me and Justin's podcast. So, so delighted to have you on with us, though, today. I was not sure if I'd be able to record tonight, and I actually can't stay, but I was just hyped because I caught the end of another game. So I don't know nothing that happened before. We're going to start at the end because that's what I saw. And then I'm going to let y'all walk them through everything, you know, the rest of the podcast. But I just, I was hyped. And it's been a while since we've been able to be hyped, right, Justin? Because we didn't record yeah. after the last game. And so I know y'all are going to get into that. And is you, Karima, you've been watching all season. It's been rough. Yes. <laughs> so it's been a while since we've had like immaculate vibes. What number are we at, Justin, today? We had an eight. <laughs> we, had a, yeah. we had an eight. We had an eight. <laughs> <laughs> Only because, you know, guys are out. <laughs> we don't know what's going on with them, but we had an eight right now. We're not going to think about that. We're going to think about the W they just got. We're just going to enjoy the moment tonight, right? So we had an eight. So Karima, Karima, thank you for joining on a night where the vibes are great. Um, yeah, I saw. Let me tell y'all when I when I start watching the game. So and I was nervous. I'm like, what if they? Because I saw that they, like I was getting the update. So I saw that they had come back. I didn't even realize that they had like gone down because I know like going into the half they were up by I think two. Yeah, and then. I wasn't really watching the score closely. So then I got like the alert, like the Dubs like caught up or they, so I'm like, okay, they must've like gotten down. I didn't know by how much or nothing. I was just like, all right, that's good. So I got back to my hotel and I'm like, all right, let me watch the end of this game. So I go and I look and I see we up by like, I don't know, like seven points or something. They, I, I, I started watching when they were like, um, the the um challenge call happened you know i guess clay was gonna go shoot three and mini called a challenge so that's really when i started watching so i was like maybe i shouldn't because like maybe i'm jinxing the team so this, these are the conversations when you're crazy <laughs> right like when you're when you're a sports junkie and for your team you're like wait maybe i'm gonna hurt them if i start watching so then when the 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 challenge goes against them i was like fuck did i do that this is like I'm literally saying, this, right? So I'm like, I should stop watching, but I can't stop watching. So I keep watching, keep watching, keep watching, and then I just saw the fucking madness that unfolded at the end, like not being able to inbound, get Anthony Lamb off my team, get him off my team, get him off my team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Sorry, look, I'm banging on my <laughs> my my webcam turn. So I saw Anthony Lamb's bullshit. I saw them not be able to inbound. I did see Clay's turnover. Like, they're just so... It's like they get the yips when it's time to close. I just don't know what that was. Thankfully, unfortunately, 
They pulled it out. Thank God for that loon tipping, because if he didn't tip in that Jordan basket, I don't know, it would have been scary hours. So loon God, shout out to you. Jordan, thank you for making those free throws to, to finally ice the game. But it was stressful to close. So that's what I saw. That's what I saw. But I'm still hyped. I'm still hyped because we won. And I heard Katie Prom. Do y'all know who Katie Prom is? Yes. Katie Prom. Justin's like. Is a Twitter person? Yeah, he's some crazy Katie um, Stan. So he's obsessed. Like, he literally finds any tweet that's positive about Steph and just comes under it and is like, this is not true. And he's just like, he's a crazy person. (laughs) I don't know what he looks like, though. Um, he doesn't show his Abby, but he showed a picture tonight saying he was live at the game to watch the downfall. So I had to um, quote him. Oh. And I was like, oh, only in your dreams, bro. So <laughs> shout out to you, Katie Prime. Is, shout out to I you. Have I had this guy blocked. This is, yeah. I have him <laughs> oh my gosh, he's crazy. Um, I have him muted, I think, not blocked. But um there you go. That's it. That's my little um, recap of what I saw. Justin, <laughs> I just want to know before I go, why can't they close games? And Karima, I just want to thank you again for coming <laughs> on to join us. I actually want to chat with you. I've just been talking, but I got some hanging wings. I'm not going to show you oh. them. They're in the bag. Mm-hmm. I ordered these wings. They're popping. So I want to go eat them and just relax for the rest of the night and let y'all handle it. So, but can you tell me, please, Justin, why can't they fucking close games? Why do I have to watch this every time? Because, well, in this particular game, I think they just had guys in that won't really be in in those moments. So they, you know, Anthony Lamb. That's not all it is. Because even when Steph was there, they had issues closing games. So I can't really blame the, the other guys for it. But, you know, I don't know. I just think they just try to do too much too quick instead of just making a simple play, you know, letting the other team foul them and stuff like that. And, you know, other teams, they blitz and they they get the timing right when these on these passes and all that type of stuff. So I think it's been a little bit of bad luck, but just collectively as a team, they just seem a little bit rushed in those moments and not very, um, you know, like strong with the ball and stuff like that. So they they I think they got a luck. Well, they were a little bit on the lucky side today because it was some stuff that I was like, shit, if that if that go in, it might be a little Oh man. Tell me about it. So Kareem, so, I'm curious. Yeah. I mean, um I can't wait to listen to the podcast after. And Justin will tell you I do this. The last time I couldn't be on, didn't I, Justin? I was like the next morning I listened to the podcast. So I can't wait to listen to y'all, y'all podcast so I can hear what actually transpired in this game. I don't know how anyone played. I didn't look at it at the box score, the stats, nothing. Right. But um, how do you feel right now, Karima, about the team and, and, and where they are at this moment in time? Well, at this moment in time, I am still shaky with them, even though I will still believe that they can do it. However, it's it's the, we definitely need Stefan back, and we absolutely need Wiggins to be back. But to be back at that level of what we saw right when we played the Wizards, like that is the Wiggins I would like to see return. I know he's 
he's dealing with uh, family issues. So we are giving him that grace and that space and that time. However, when he gets back, like that's the Wiggins I need to see because that's what we are going to need to ride out this regular season. So that is what I'm just like taking that collective deep breath to say, we can do this. We're going to forge on because we do have the, the capable players there to do it. It's just, come on guys, we need everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that, that's kind of like where I'm at right now. Yeah, I'm sort of, you know, it's so unfortunate with Wiggins. You know, our prayers go out to him. We hope everything's okay. Because he was finally, I think, just starting to get, you know, his groove back. And so it won't be injury, but it's just like more of like a rhythm thing at this point. So I just do hope when he comes back, it won't take that long. Like Steph, we know will be fine. But, you know, Wiggins is just not used to not playing, missing this much time during the regular season. And so I am concerned about him, obviously concerned for Dre. I mean, they could, I mean, they thought he was going to play today and then like now he's not and they're getting an MRI. So hopefully that's more precautionary than anything. But um, I mean, they're on a home stretch, which I got to tell you, these home stretches, um, these home stands have come at like really great times for the team (laughs) when they're going through a lot of injuries, but like, we also know what happens when they're playing with such a lean team, you know, um, they get tired, they get exhausted, understandably so. So Clay is looking great. I want him to remain looking great. I mean, this is like, this is like vintage Clay close to like what we saw in 2019 Clay. Um, do you think this is like the Clay we're going to get for the rest of the season into the postseason, Justin? I hope so. I was just thinking to myself, like, man, is this, at least offensively, like the best Clay has looked, you know, I'm thinking like potentially in his career. You know what I mean? This last stretch since January, you know, January was his highest average in a month for his career. Um, he obviously just had 12 threes the other game, and he was amazing tonight as well. So I think, you know, at least he's figuring it out. Like and he's shown a lot off just off pick and roll, ball handling and finding guys and, you know, being able to, create his own shot off of that. Obviously, he's not beating guys with the dribble. Um, he had to take some tough turnarounds today because he can't create a lot of separation. But his shot making has been just super on point. Uh, his patience has been super on point. Um, so, yeah, I hope we can get this clay for the rest of the season. If we do, and then, you know, Wiggins is back looking like how he looked against the Wizards, and then Steph is playing at his best abilities, then it's like, okay, now it all started to come together. And I just, it's very hard to see a team beating them four times if those three guys and Dre and, and everybody else is playing the way they've been playing. Um, it's just at no point this season have they had everybody all together and all playing at their best at the same time. So you just got to hope that similar to last year, you get into the playoffs healthy and then from there, everybody can kind of get into their groove. Yeah, for sure. I, I tweeted like, um, Vintage Clay plus Steph equals unstoppable because, like, you're not, you're not stopping these dudes um, when they're like this. It's just not happening. Um, so, yeah, you know, obviously I'm just hoping the best for Dre as well. My last question before I leave is um, I'm pretty sure the Warriors are not going to get anybody else, like, for purposes of the buyout market. So if they're going to sign someone to that empty roster spot, I think it should be Ty Jerome. Um, 
for whatever reason, they tweeted out some shit about Anthony Lamb hugging trees the other fucking day. So a lot <laughs> yeah, of that was like, insane. A lot of people were like, are they doing this because they're going to sign him? So I'm just assuming that was some random shit. But I just, I feel like at this point, Ty Jerome has demonstrated more value. Like, I mean, I just, I just feel like if you're going to sign one of those two, it should be him. I think we maybe all agree with that, but like, like, I'm curious to know both of your thoughts on this. Well, for starters, we can talk about, um, I call him Chop, uh, and I know it's he shall not be named for this spot, but uh, that spot that they put out was already, like it was already paid for, so they had to put it out. Um, that's the information that I had received on on that front. But I also think that Ty Jerome... They didn't is, understand the kind of response they were going to get to it, right? I mean, the quotes, the replies, I mean, it's just... Right, but it's something that it was already... It's sponsored, so I it has to go out, you know? Yeah. But um, I think Ty Jerome, yes, is, I think, a better fit for just in those moments of we got to eat up something, just anything that could happen. He does fill a good spot. Uh, Chop, I'm just, his his mind sometimes just is not there for me. And I need it to be there for me if you're trying to make this squad. But on the flip side, I'm still holding out hope that, hey, they bring in Stanley Johnson. Who's to say? But that's just me throwing out, you know, wishful thinking. Because he's a U of A guy, I figure, listen, Steve, he's, ah, yeah, I'm a mata. Like, come on, we could do this. Go Wildcats. But again, if it has to go, if we're choosing between Chop and Ty, I would go with Ty. I have been seeing people talking about Stanley Johnson lately. Um, I don't even know who's available. And if anybody is available, that makes sense. Justin, my resident expert, please. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was an expert on all the guys that are available, but I mean, if Stanley's available, I would definitely take a look at him. I'm not sure if you can still get about 10 days at this point in the season, but um, you can always try a guy that way. If not, I would definitely say Ty Jerome. Um, I mean, yeah, the other guy makes more sense positionally, you know, as far that's as like filling a, a, a need, quote unquote, but I don't care. Does he feel a need? Does he feel a need when he's talking? Inbounding to the other fucking team, like you, like you cannot. <laughs> I, I think that was a miscommunicate there because you could see. No, fuck him. There's no. Yeah. Okay, but again, I, I'm I'm totally with you on that, as well as with Justin that his size and his position is what we need. However, he just to play when. For the rest of the regular season? I mean, the regular season is almost done. Like, yeah. Kerr is giving him minutes in the postseason? I mean, he's, I, I don't know. know. His, yeah. his games he, are about to come up to the, to the, I think we, what, two more games? <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, when the team is healthy, like, their perimeter group is so deep that Ty probably won't play. Whereas, like... On the flip side, Dre and Looney are only reliable frontcourt players in Kaminga. That's only three guys. Like so, Michael. He's terrible. He's back to being terrible. Anyway, but um, like so you can just see there being more of a path. Is that what you're telling me? He's a lesser evil than Jamichael. I wouldn't go that. Far. I think so. 
I think so, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would much rather just not have either one. But I think, you know, for the beginning of the game, he was bad, right? And then – and I'm talking about um, Lamb here. The second yeah. half, he was a lot better defensively rebounding and stuff like that. Then he had that bonehead turnover at the end. Um, but I just think they're, they're much thinner in the front court than the back court. So, like, it would make, it would make more sense to add another front court player in that 15 spot. But, again, like – I would still rather be Ty Jerome, um, but I could see I could see the argument for both sides. What could Stanley Johnson do for this team? I'm really not familiar with him. Defend. Um, he got size. I was just gonna say, is any like six seven? Like, yeah. And and look, and and he's cheap. He's cheap. You said he's a UVA guy. Is that what you said, Karima? Uh, U of A, U of A, UVA. University okay. of Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he has some physicality and um, you know, high energy guy, defensive guy. He's kind of like Vanderbilt in the same sense of like, all right, they're primarily defensive guys. They're going to try to crash and just you know add energy into the game. He's not as good as Vanderbilt is, but it's just a similar type of player, and I think he'll be able to just give a different look. Um. And he's been around the league for a while at this point, so it's not like you're just integrating a guy who doesn't, who has to still learn how to play, you know. So I think he can help just defensively. He can shore up some stuff. I see. Wow. I'm going to continue to put into the universe that Anthony Lamb will not become a permanent member of this team <laughs> because I think he brings nothing but bad juju. juju. And I think part of his bad juju is already among the team and it will only continue if he is around. So because Steve Kerr and the Warriors organization cannot be smart enough on their own to just cut him um, and to relieve us of this, I'm going to ask the universe to do it. So that's that's where I stand. So shout out to Clay Thompson um, and the fact that he's interested in rebounding now, apparently. So let's see how that goes. Clay that was is so funny. He's so funny. <laughs> Like now, out of all times in his however long career, ten year career. <laughs> Why didn't you think that was important yeah. before, Clay? Like, <laughs> right. Well, because because there were others around him to do it, so it was like, right. listen, he was like, hey, I'm gonna hit, just shoot. Hit, hit me in the now. corner, okay? Hit me in the corner. Right. Hit me in transition, and oh, I got you. Goodness. You know, it can be annoying sometimes, but you just gotta love him. Listen, um, Karima Shah. Thank you for blessing our show. Um, thank you for allowing me to join your podcast. Justin, thank you for allowing me to join your podcast. I appreciate both of you so much. <laughs> but I'm going to go. Sounds like it's a good point for you guys to um, take a break here. And then you can start up a brand new segment without me, free of me monopolizing time and talking too much and doing what I do. So um all I got to say is y'all done fucked up. You know why? Because y'all still ain't create separation in this fucking West. Y'all still ain't create separation in this fucking West, bro. Y'all still ain't create separation in this West. Oh, my God. The four is still available. It's right there. The four is available still. Yo, y'all done fucked up. That's all I got to say. Because Wardell is coming back. We coming. We coming. All right. That's it. Go Dubs. Um, it's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin, Karima, and Nat. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
for all NBA for all NBA warriors. You are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Yo, we are back. Golden Spaces. Nat made her appearance, and now she's, you know, <laughs> going to do her thing. <laughs> Me and Kareem are going to hold it down right now. We're going to review this game. Um, it was a head scratcher, hair puller. That one, like a bunch of a bunch of like highs and lows. This game. Um, what did you think about the game? Just like overall. Uh, over overall. Um... I'm just impressed that they they pulled it out. Granted, yes, they're at home, and so we're kind of conditioned that all right, they they'll take care of it because they're playing at home. But this one was a lot of up and down. They like tied it up. I think like four times they tied it up. But it, this one was tricky because mm-hmm. I did start to feel like y'all are letting this slip away and you got to find something to get back into this. And who who would have thunk it? But as I call him, Dante Inferno came through. <laughs> and then, of course, Clay being mm. on Clay stuff just said, guess what? On my back. We, we are going to win this. Because he had already said from his previous presser early on that he, he owed the Timberwolves. So this mm-hmm. was classic for Clay to kind of just like basically will us to this win. So, but I, I was, Fact. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was one of those games. I mean, obviously Nas Reed was, was super hot to start the game and he kind of gave them a cushion. Um, then the Warriors yeah. tied it up and then they started pulling away again. It just seems like, and it seemed like at that point, the Warriors would get like a few possessions within, you know, and then they just couldn't get over that hump. They couldn't get over the hump. Um, but like you said, Dante just brought that intensity, just going for every rebound, um, yes. hounding the ball. Kaminga played Anthony Edwards really well for most of the game. He did. Um, Looney, 17 rebounds. Like, just can't say enough about Looney. He's just <laughs> Loon dog. Mr. Consistent. <laughs> Mr. Consistent. Right. He's a he's a monster. Um, yeah, I mean, JP didn't have the best shooting game, but mm-hmm. you know, he <laughs> for the most part was was fairly under control with his handle and stuff like that. It was just some of the shots were just um not great, but what do you what do you think of Jordan so far this season? Like this this season, it's as if he's walking in some type of cloud or something. It's he hasn't he hasn't found his rhythm yet, and it's really mm-hmm. late in the season. So, are we chalking this up to kind of like a sophomore slump? Because last season it was just a breakout season for him. And we just thought that that was going to carry over. And yes, we can touch on that. He did get punched in the face. That could have just knocked him off everything. And he hasn't like, mm-hmm. what is recalibrated? Like he just, he's just been so up and down. And in all of these games where we are missing Stefan, we need Jordan to 
to fill that slot, not so much be Stephen Curry, but be Jordan Poole, but you have to provide that scoring that we need. And it's just mm-hmm. not there. And then when we think he's he's like coming into it, he we're we have momentum. And then he takes these boneheaded shots and all momentum is now just gone. So so yeah. it's I, I I can't figure out exactly like what what's blocking him from being who we know he can be to add to what we need. I, I, right. I just don't know. And I mean, I think the big, the, the biggest frustration is what you just mentioned is like the boneheaded plays that stuff that you can control, right? You can't always control, yes. even though you're the one shooting the shot, maybe your rhythm's off or something like that. You're not always going to be able to make shots, but you can control the, like your decision-making. And that's just something that's kind of been off for him this season. Um, yes. but I do think overall, I think his rhythm, his, it just been uh, disrupted from the jump. And I think he hasn't really had a chance to be stable for an extended period of time because the environment around him isn't stable. Like Steph is, yeah. you know, missed a lot of time. Wiggins has missed a lot of time. He's in and out of the starting lineup. Um, even when Steph was back, they put him in a starting lineup instead of Looney. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just been a weird go at it for him. He's seeing he's going from seeing the best defender on the other team to, you know, running the second unit. It's just been super weird for him. But I do think the one thing that he can control, like I said, is the decision making has just been off. Um, And you would think someone, you know, he's in his fourth season. Yeah. Yeah. He's in his fourth year now. You would think he would be a little bit more, you know, poised and stuff in certain situations, but he is still very young. And I think this is the first time where he's had to carry this much of a burden on his shoulders for, you know, pretty much all season. So like I said for before, like they got to get everybody back and get, get some stability for at least like a month straight. And I think they'll be fine um, from there. But, um, you know, just looking back at Clay, we were talking about Clay earlier. His two two of his three highest like points per game in a month when he's played at least ten games in a month have been January twenty twenty three and February of twenty twenty three. So so he's, so he's kicked it in to gear. He's kicked it in. He he's ready yeah. to rock and roll. And this is his wait, this isn't a back to back. It was the the Houston one right. was the back to back. Right. This wait, is the third game. Did we play last night? I'm like, wait, did we play last night? <laughs> like, I can't even remember <laughs> now. It's like everything is like this all of a sudden. And I'm like, wait, did we play last night or we were off? What happened? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But just him now kind of getting back into the groove. Like, you see the progression with Clay. You just see how he is attacking the game and viewing the game and saying, hey, I don't I don't need to do this momentum killer shot right here. Yes, he has those in moments because he did have that in the game tonight where it was just like, Clay, we just got the steal. Why are you just like shooting this three? We don't need it. Let's let everybody catch up. Let's run a mm-hmm. play here. But then, you know, turns right back around and gets that transition three, which is more of a shot that we're like, yes, yes, take that. Not this, you know, nobody's down there with you and you're just shooting it and it bricks. And now 
they're off to the races. But Clay right. is now, I think, just finding his center is is what I would say, you know, and really mm-hmm. being a playmaker more so. And he has, you know, picked up on the rebounding, as Kerr had said to him, listen, dude, you ain't a spring chicken anymore. You've had two huge <laughs> injuries. You've got to now, you know, adjust your game to kind of support what your body is now. And you see the difference. And he came up with some huge rebounds that it's like, that's what we need, you know, so. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I, that's that's kind of what they got to do, you know, with Steph out potentially with Draymond out. We'll talk about what that could would mean. Um, if he's out for an extended period, but it's just got to be a collective effort, high energy from other guys and they're small. So they all got to get in there and gain rebound and help loon out on the boards um, and just make sure that they don't get killed by every team's big, like Nas Reed did did tonight. Who couldn't miss Um, a shot (laughs) until he did. He turned into, right. He's Nas Reed. He turned into Carl Towns for tonight. I I was just, just about to say he was cat <laughs> he was right. Jokic he was like like what are we doing <laughs> he was Giannis he pump faking right? dunking on people oh, crazy gosh. crazy but um let's talk about Jonathan Kaminga he he was he had thirteen points five rebounds one assist one steal um it seemed like he is starting to get it that like he is one of the two potentially like players on the team that can go out there and just get you a two pointer, like go out there and get you something close to the rim, whether it's a little turnaround fadeaway um, or just going up. And I think he dunked on somebody today too. Um, I like that progression from him. Twice he, well, he dunked on somebody and I'm trying to think who was it? Was it um, Knight or at any rate, I like that aggression from him. And I like the fact that when he sees the mismatch, you got to take it because Mike Conley was Mm -hmm. on him. Listen, Conley's going to play some defense. Look, he's from the Memphis days, okay? So he's going – he ain't going to just be soft and kind of just – no, he's going to dig deep a little bit. But I like the Mm -hmm. fact that Kaminga recognized that and said, listen, I, I have to take this here. So I liked him, you know, backing him down and getting to the rim, even if you miss it. But these are the things that we need from him. We need someone putting pressure there to get into the paint, get us to the line because we don't get there enough, but we've got to capitalize on those moments. So I think he is really starting to get it. And it does take the other players to start to find him to see that there's a mismatch, get him the ball or whatever. But mm-hmm. he is, I think he's he's finally like putting it all together. And I think we've seen that throughout the season where it's like, okay, here it is. He's turning yeah. it on. He's getting it because he is playing better defense. Yes, once in a while, yeah, you're just like, ah, nah, not right there, not right there. And then times mm-hmm. where he's already going too fast. And it's like, homie, you still yeah. do have the speed. Let's just pull back a little bit because you just like, because I think he like did a steal or something and he was already seeing himself at the basket and he forgot the ball. 
So, it, but it was just like, yeah. I get it. I get it. So, yeah. Right. But I like what he's Yeah, doing. the game's, exactly. The game's like slowing down for him a little bit. You can tell, but sometimes it's kind of like Jordan where like his body's moving faster than, or his mind's moving faster than his body's keeping up with or whatever the case may be. And he yeah. kind of makes a mistake, loses the ball or something. Um, but yeah, I think, I think he's, he's starting to get it. And I think overall they're leaning a little bit more into getting scoring players into the post. They did it with Wiggins mm-hmm. against the wizards. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's something they got to go back to because they did it with Sean Livingston a lot. Um, as they did it with David West as well. Exactly. Exactly. And that's something that's just like a counter punch that you can always kind of go to. Obviously they did it with KD a ton too, but um, they got guys that can go down there and punish smaller guards because most of the big wings that are really good defenders are going to be on the Warriors ball handlers, Steph, JP, right. and a lot of those guys are going to be trying to chase clay. So if they have an opportunity to run some type of screen action to get a switch or something, or just, you know, they're putting small guards on guys like Kaminga and, um, and Wiggins, they, they got to go down there and punish them um, and just get something at the rim. Um, and then you right. see a lot of teams – a lot of teams are just like getting into the paint and you know doing a kickout game. That was with ease, right? And the Warriors don't got a ton of ball handlers. They got JP, but JP's getting the other team's best defender. He's just gonna, you know, get to the rim at will. Clay can't really dribble too well, um, right. so they got Dante. Right. But I know, Dante I know how y'all handed. feel about his finishing. I know, I know. Right. Right. <laughs> but he's gotten right. better as as we better. saw in this game. You saw that reverse. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was nice. That was and nice. that was a huge play at that moment as well. Like we needed it. Like nothing was going. Sure. Dante coming up huge late in this game. But you know, I know, yeah. I know. He ain't no finisher, finisher. <laughs> Right, right. He's not gonna put the fear of a, of a finisher into like bigs and stuff like that that can really force right. rotation. But he can definitely get inside the paint. Um, and they just gotta continue to kind of push that envelope towards the rim, whether it be through yes. post ups or just some type of downhill handoff action or something. They just can't keep settling for threes, especially when they don't cause any rotations and stuff like that. Right, right. Not making the defense work at all. Just kind of exactly. throwing up stuff. And it's like, hey. But they got us working down <laughs> on the other end. You know? Like, right. come on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll break here. Um, and then we'll come back for our next segment. We'll talk about some more, you know, long-term implications of potential injuries and, and missed games and stuff like that. So we'll be right back. This is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. And we'll be right back. All NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. And we are back, Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. It's just me and Karima just chopping it up, you know, talking about the standings. <laughs> Golden State is now at seventh right now with 31 and 30. The Mavs are half a game ahead at 32 and 30, thanks to a loss to the Lakers earlier today. 
and the Clippers are a game and a half ahead, but could be only one game ahead after tonight if they lose to the Nuggets, which they are losing right now. Um, big, this next stretch of games for all these teams are, is so huge. Every game can knock you up or down two spots, it seems yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. It's really crazy. Let's see uh, I think Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they, they got to really capitalize on these games and stacks of wins. Hopefully Steph is back when they play the Clippers, which is within, I want to say, a few days or like a, almost a week. That yeah. way they'll be able to gain a whole game on the Clippers and potentially jump up to fifth, maybe, if that if they can get that. That would be huge. That huge. I mean, to we get to five, you don't want to see us. You don't want you don't want to see how we gonna be acting. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, to, but you know what? I have to like temper my expectations and kind of just. I really try to always just like pull back and say, "Listen, it's a game at mm-hmm. a time. We got to focus on what exactly. we got to do to be able to, you know, exactly. make that climb." So. Wait, who wait, who do we play next? Look, who we got next? <laughs> I think we got Portland next, if I'm yeah, not yeah, Portland mistaken. because I, I think we end with the Clippers on this whole like four game uh stretch here, right? Yeah. I think I think they end with New Orleans. Pass. A back to back. For I some reason wait. every time Every time we try to, you know, be great, <laughs> the league right. is like, it's a back-to-back. guess what, guess what? <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> Clay's playing back-to-backs now, so that's that's something that hadn't been in the picture early on in all of our mm-hmm. back-to-packs, you know, until recent. So mm-hmm. we, we can look to that, but... uh Listen, one game at a time, and we're right out of that whole playing situation. Because I don't want right. to. Right. <laughs> that's just that's the whole that's the whole thing. They got to get out the play in because I think, um, I think Sacramento's going to hold on to three. They've been playing really good. They've won some Lights tough out. games recently. They just yeah they just beat OKC tonight. So I really think they're going to hold on to three. Mm-hmm. So I think six the six spot is the money spot to be honest. But obviously you don't want to you know, play for six. You want to play for as high a seating as possible. Exactly. Just get out of the play in and uh no nobody wants to see Golden State, to be honest. Right. Nobody wants to see that. Right. Um, Fully healthy, but can we get there? Go ahead. <laughs> right. Can we get there? Right. Draymond, we we saw today he was a scratch for the game. He had some inflammation or a, a flare up in his knee. Yeah. I think he might have banged knees or something last game. So yeah. they're doing like a precautionary MRI or something like that. What are your initial thoughts when you hear that? Because I mean, well, yeah, when when I heard that, I was just like, you know what, my heart can't take too much more of this. It's right. I just feel like we've just been decimated with injuries. Like every time we think that we're getting all the way healthy, then we get hit with someone else going down. So the fact that they were kind of saying, hey, he might be able to go tonight. Let's let's see what happens. And then it flares up. I have to believe, okay, it's still on the, we don't have to panic about it. Let's just get him mm. this rest. Let's just hope the MRI is clean and that it 
it's just going to take, hey, he just needs to get some rest on it. We're going to, you know, ice it and do all that jazz because our trust is in Rick Celebrini. He hasn't let us down. So if he's no, like, he's you know what? Listen, he because he was out on the bench. He was up, you know, hollering and stuff. Yeah. So that to me just feels like, okay, we can still be okay. So mm-hmm. we'd like to see him sooner rather than later, but take getting this rest that he clearly needs because him and Looney have, listen, they've been our defensive stoppers and everything mm-hmm. to us. So, hey, I'd rather see him sooner than later, but we will take the necessary precautions because we will need him in the long run. So right. if it's just another game he misses, all right, listen, we have now battled and won two games without Draymond. That's huge for us. We, we would listen, er, early on, had that happened, we would have been like, nah, mm-mm, ain't no way. Ain't no yeah, yeah, yeah. way are we even. <laughs> look, look, wave the white flag already. Play all the kids. No starters, nah, just kids. Because <laughs> there's no way right. we can beat said team. I don't care who it is. But so that has to be encouraging that we were able to withstand not having Draymond in both games. So we can we can look to that to be like, all right. We can do this. We don't want to have to do it, but mm-hmm. we have it in us to we're capable of at least extending this a little longer. So. Yeah. And this is why you got to always, you know, even still with the, with the season, with the way the season's going, you got to believe in this team because it's like, I mean, no <laughs> Steph, no Dre, no Wiggins. They're still winning games. Like they won two games in a row. Granted, these two yeah. teams are, you know, the Rockets aren't good. Timberwolves are okay. Um, they've been playing better, but that's just two huge wins without your three, three of your yeah. four best players. You know, Clay obviously is stepping up huge. Huge, um, yeah, huge. But I mean, realistically, they can get all three of those guys back within the next week, which is going to be also huge. And hopefully, that's the case. Um, and going forward, no one else has any injuries or something like that. But we kind of knew it was only a matter of time for Draymond to, to get something. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just. It's just unlikely for him to be able to go through the whole season unscathed, but right. Hopefully, right. it's just only a, a game or two um, from there. But so. this whole Wiggins situation, <laughs> we got to keep Wigs in our prayers because we really don't we know do. what's going on. Um, and you know the team really needs him, but beyond that, he's you know still a human being, and if he's dealing with something that's really, you know, messing with them or you know put him in yeah. a bad position, we want him to come out on the other side of that. Um, in a happy place, so definitely keeping yeah. wigs in the, in the prayers. Yeah, we are. Um, it, I mean, it was a it was a you know a shot to the gut hearing hearing that, and we're just thinking, okay, personal reasons, like all right, two games, he just needs two days or whatever, <laughs> you know, right? But it being extended this long, then you know that it's serious. So we just, like you said prayers out to him and his family just we want him like you said to come out on the other side just exactly all right before we get out of here let's look at let's look ahead to portland um right now dame has 
64 points. Oh my god! And the Rockets hit, are winning? No. <laughs> no, the Rockets are not winning. He's hit 12 threes and there's four four minutes no. left in the fourth quarter. So, no. unfortunately, Don't Clay's record is in jeopardy. Clay... Wait, how many minutes left? <laughs> it's four it... whole minutes left. He can hit and you three know, threes in four minutes. You know they are going to try. He's going to go for it. Uh, yeah, he's oh, going yeah, to go going for it because he won the three-point contest. Now, all of a sudden, he thinks he's in the company of the Splash Brothers. Get out of here. Shut him down, right. please, Rockets. Don't let him get it. <laughs> Keep the ball from him. That's that's. <laughs> no, nah, for real. Double that, man. Double oh, my that, gosh. Man. He's Make at 12 threes already. I'm so not happy about that. But um, sure. Portland, we owe Portland, just like we owed the Timberwolves. We owe Portland because there was no reason Definitely why we threw that lost game away. that game. Oh, that was just, oh, gosh. But you know what? It happened. And we mm-hmm. should be better for it now. Going, like, wait, is is Portland coming to us or are we going to them? They should be We're coming to us, right? at home right? for the next three games, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay, good. Because I, I felt like we had to go somewhere. Oh, that was just the Lakers that we had to go to. Yeah, so right. we got then, Portland, okay. Clippers, and then New Orleans all at home. Oh, okay. Okay, good, good. All right, you know what? Yeah. We should win this. We should win this. And I'm hoping Jordan, with a breakout game, get 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 the stink off of him, you know? Because yeah, yeah. It's really just been <laughs> stinky. It's just, I, I feel for the kid, I do, mm. because he just doesn't seem – sure of himself like he does and then he doesn't so right he's just he's just foggy right now but um yeah but i'm, I'm looking for a bounce think, back right ultimately i do think he's cut from that, that same cloth as like steph and clay and those guys where if their shot isn't falling the confidence is still there it's, it's yeah. just a matter of rhythm and and feeling and just getting it back into that groove um and you know he He's coachable. He responds well to criticism and stuff like that. Um, Kaminga's also in that in that group. So it just makes you really excited for the future with those guys. And, I mean, he gets up for Portland games. Like, he – This is always true. a story that Dame – Yeah. So do, look, Dame so told that Clay. story. He was already – Clay does, too. <laughs> yeah, Clay so. does, too. <laughs> Let's just keep Clay on a heater for as long as we can. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> put that <laughs> – Put that right wrist on ice and make sure it's ready to go because we going we need it. Like we need it against the Rockets and we needed it tonight as well. Um, yeah. I think we, I think, I think we got everything. Um, you got, you got anything to plug, Karima at the Sports Connect on Twitter. What yeah, find me got? at the Sports Connect uh, without the e. I always have to be like, how do we spell it on there? What's the handle? Yeah. The sports <laughs> connect without the E though. Um, yeah. I have a little podcast that I do with my good friend Dawn and uh, we do one once a week for the most part. So uh, just check us out. And if you follow on Twitter, I'm the one behind the Twitter account. Dawn handles our IG page uh so <laughs> i try to keep it very uh um, warrior centric uh and try not to get like my personal personal like feelings into things but sometimes that seeps in who's to say unless but, i yeah. say something about dante 
<laughs> once I once I bring Dante in, it is personal. It's personal. <laughs> be like, I know he ain't really talking bad about Dante. Look at all this work. Okay? <laughs> Look. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. I think we I always... thank you both for having me. Of course, of course. I mean, it won't be it won't be the last time for sure. Um, you know, we try to bring the vibes always, and you are definitely someone who always brings such good energy so we, we really appreciate you stepping in and helping us out tonight um, but we'll be back after the next game guys it's Golden Spaces Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat and for tonight Karima and we'll see you guys next time bye